Welcome everyone. It's been another really busy week for everyone uh, in the call. Thanks Michael and, and Petri for taking the time today. Um, it's always good to just sit down and, and reflect on, on things with you. Um, so we decided to approach this so that um, one of us picks now a topic or an idea from the week that the others have not heard about and don't know about to make things interesting. And then we decided that we would explore it a little bit from different perspectives. And I understand, Petri, that um, you would have a good idea for us to start with. So, so what's the insight? Thanks, Reko. I think I've got a nice challenge for this bunch to discuss today. I decided to choose a very recent thing. This is fresh, fresh off the oven. I just finished a meeting with a client uh, with whom we've been discussing a strategic transformation of, of their business. And in today's discussion, I got quite a non-typical reaction to the initial approach we've been discussing, and that was the approach not being aggressive enough. It's not often that we get that kind of a response uh, to, to an approach. So what they were thinking, instead of completely transforming their own business within their industry, they now have an ambition to transform the complete industry. Even though by doing so, they will negatively impact those drivers that their current business success is based on. So really cannibalizing their own business. And it's not really that often that you come across these types of businesses who do have this courage to really actively start disrupting themselves for the benefit of their longer term business success. And of course, while we were brainstorming this, one of the practicalities of doing so will evidently involve cooperation with players that they may also consider as current competitors. So really fascinating setup that we were discussing. And I thought this would be a perfect topic and theme for us to explore today. So what reflections would you have on this kind of an approach? That's a very interesting and, and very challenging topic you, you're bringing up there. Um, but I think it's a topic that many companies are facing uh, today. So if, if you think about the, the ever-changing world and the ever-faster-changing world, many companies are faced with changing industries, uh, changing competitive landscapes, changing ecosystems, and, and them trying to find their role within these ecosystems. And exactly as you said, finding themselves in a situation where competition friends and customers or cooperation partners and customers are not that well defined anymore and and you you see companies create completely new alliances i think the approach that you outlined to be very aggressive and change the whole industry is for many companies actually a must as uh, as if they don't change the industry <clears throat> there will be startups there will be other companies that will change the industry for them and then they will start playing defense. So it's it's very good for companies to be on the offense. But as you said, it's, it's not very common. But I think in general, we I personally have had a lot of discussions recently with companies that basically think about how can they transform from traditional products companies to basically becoming platforms and shifting the dynamic of the industry completely in, into a new into a new direction. Um, 
I think very often that's talk rather than action. I think in many cases, it's, it's a really painful and, and really difficult step, step for these companies to, to actually uh, go through with this. That's true. I, I'm, I'm just constantly somewhat annoyed by comp- every company trying to become another Google. So I, I think there is another side to this, and, and some of the reports and uh, analysis from BCG, for example, points that companies should also more consider how do they tag along in these uh, market-changing endeavors that, that some bigger companies with deep pockets uh, are, are doing. And I, I think that's also something that is a very plausible strategy to explore for for many companies especially in in the more mid-size market that they just look around them see what kind of ecosystems or uh, market changing uh, endeavors are already ongoing and then tagging themselves and not just tagging themselves into one but actually tagging themselves into many of these exercises and just seeing which one picks up the picks up the golden runs. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's back to what we what we actually did in the project where we defined the um, ecosystem operating model for one of our customers. You need to have anchors which are driving the change, which which are the ones that are basically on the forefront of change. <clears throat> and then you need an ecosystem of partners that, that are basically providing different capabilities, also extract benefit out of the ecosystem, um, but are part of the ecosystem. And, and naturally, I think there's a limitation um, in how many ecosystems you can be an anchor and how many ecosystems you can be a driver. But then again, many ecosystems build on each other and are related to each other. So you need to play different roles in different ecosystems to, to make sure that you extract most value. And that exactly as, as Petri said, that you are the driver of change in your industry or that you are the one reinventing the industry uh, with help of other players. But I agree with you, Reko, it's, it's not it's not becoming the next Google. And, and very often it's also not about one company driving that change by themselves because ecosystems by nature rely on different players basically supporting working with each other and jointly uh, achieving something um, and and not a a one-person game or a one-company game in that respect. Exactly Michael and I think with the evident realization that uh, an industry level transformation will never happen driven by a single instance or single environment Mm -hmm. or single company the sort of uh, orchestration of a joint vision that uh, mm-hmm. all the parties who are part of that ecosystem is really important. And I, I think exactly what you said, Petri, that it is about reframing the industry and reframing the market in a way that best suits you and then telling the story to your partners and the, the surrounding environment that this is exactly the direction that the market is going so that it, uh, it, it better suits your, uh, your strategy and, and your ways and, and your strengths in the market. And then coming down yeah, I think- from the vision, so coming down from the vision to practicalities of such a transformation in, involving multiple ecosystem players, 
what's your perspective on the practical challenge of uh, conflicting business models? So if you think about it, your current operating model and business model is monetizing your current business. At the same time, your vision is to be in conflict of that current business model and implement changes that will make that reality. What's your reflection, re reflection on that? I, I think that's that's one of the most difficult most difficult questions, and I think there there have been suggestions um, that you need to build new things outside of the core, um, be it in innovation, be it in the startup space, um, and protect it from the core, uh, where the core is basically the part of the organization that contributes most of the revenue. Uh, most of the business um, for for the company, and and if you start something new, there is this antibody type of approach where the old, uh, the one that provides the, the the revenue, kills the new because it's a risk there. And I think that is one of the key of the key things you need to make sure as an organization that that the old cannot kill the new before the new is strong enough to stand on its own legs. In, in that case, where the new business basically would be cannibalizing the old business, there will be uh, the typical anti antibody kind of reaction where the where the old organization will will try to attack uh, the new part. And I think that's that's a responsibility for the leadership. That's a responsibility of governance, of of aligning objectives across the organization, but also about sharing why are we doing this as an organization. So. In one case, with with our customers, when we when we did the strategy, we we basically created a manifesto that could then be communicated across the organization that explained very well and in very much detail why the change is needed, why why we're going down the road that we're going, why are we shifting towards a new area, and what will be the role of each individual in the organization, and with that take take out this antibody. Uh, kind of reaction in the in the organization which will naturally come and I, I remember the communication inside that that company the the slogan was more kill your darlings mm. uh, type of a message where you need to constantly discuss the possibility of removing some of the uh, kind of stable legs of the organization if you see that that's that's not going to work in the future or at least see that that there is a possibility of changing that i've been in some organizations and and uh, discussions about strategy where there are uh, holy cows which mm. are not to be discussed uh, inside the frame of of the strategy they are not something that can be touched and that's always not good for the for the future especially in this kind of environments and i guess also it's very beneficial if you can plan your transition so that your current core business can actually play a role in the future business model as well be synergistic mm -hmm. uh, in that business model because that will then make your transition easier and you can play some of the incumbent benefits you already have in the marketplace while adding on the adjacent layers of business on top of that. Absolutely. And I think, as with so many change initiatives, it's a lot about mindset. Mm -hmm. um, I think one key thing to keep in mind, specifically if you, if you think about the ecosystem approach, is 
<clears throat> to change the, the frame of reference. So, so the old frame of reference is, <clears throat> is that if you do the same things and you have been successful in the past, you will be successful in the future. That's one frame of reference that's not true anymore because that can change within a heartbeat. The second frame of reference that, that has been around for forever is you don't work with your competitors. Your competition is, is someone you don't talk to because it's dangerous to share information, to share data. That's also not true anymore. In many cases, you have to work with your competition or your competition might be your customer or might be your partner in many cases. And, and there's, there's many of these, these old thinking frames of references that have changed fundamentally and you need to work with everyone in the organization to basically make sure that they understand that these old old approaches are, are just not valid anymore and, and even more are dangerous today for many organizations because they will slow you down they will not enable you to react fast enough to to the changes in the outside world um, in, in order to, to make these, these drastic uh, and, and leading move, moves that, that you have to be doing. Really interesting. Thanks very much, guys, for elaborating this really exciting topic uh, with me today. So if I summarize the kind of key findings here, so industry-level transformation uh, cannot be done alone, driven by a single company. So that's one thing. It has to be done in an ecosystem mode. Then the other really important aspect is that because you're introducing potentially conflicting business models at the same time, you need to really carefully manage your transition between these different models. So, so those were the two really key takeaways that I took out of this discussion. Thank you, Petri. Thanks, Petri. Thanks, Petri. Looking forward to next week.